The news is just piling up, honey. Please bear with me. I think I am getting a cold. You know, this weather has been pretty interesting. One day is 80 degrees, then the next day it's raining and windy and cold. I put up my um, electric blanket. I think I need to pull that bad boy back out and sleep with it at night. And uh, my landlord, I guess because it's spring, he had turned the heat way down. And it is not enough for these old bones. Welcome to the Caribbean Astrologer Podcast. Don't forget to press the follow button and subscribe. So anytime I do a podcast, you can and will be notified. In this podcast, I talk about a lot of things. I talk about the latest news. I talk about funny things that I experience. I talk about social media. I talk about politics. I talk about spirituality. Most importantly, I I talk about astrology. So let's get into it. Very interesting times. Very, very interesting. So, you know, we get better news on social media than we get on TV. And that's because when the correspondents have their boots to the ground, they're seeing it live and they're taking video. They're telling and showing the truth. So nobody really trusts what any of the news stations have to say. People watch it uh, and take it with a grain of salt, as far as I know. So what are the correspondents um, said that he was at the Ghana International Airport and discovered that the West had taken over the airport with military. This is interesting because, first of all, Obama uh, is supposed to be moving to Africa, specifically Ghana, I believe in June of 2023. Why did he choose Africa? Out of all of the continents that he could have gone to, why did he choose Africa? And it seems to me that everybody has their hands in Africa's pockets except for Africa. So I know about the West being there, I know about Russia being there, and I know about China being there. And I say to myself, I don't think that they've learned their lesson. And they need to push certain people out of their land, have their allies, but certain people need not be on their land. 
when the story first came out that uh, with bricks, I said, I hope that, and I saw it coming, and I said, I hope that the people don't start looking at this man as their savior. They'll be making a big mistake, number one, and number two, like they're not getting any independence. Sure enough, the people of Africa, right in the correspondence section, was uh, calling him their savior. And at first, I didn't say anything. I just kind of scrolled. But after a while, I said, I can't sit by and let these people, excuse me, um, you know, give God's glory to a human. And so I told them, the only person that is your savior is God. I hadn't seen anybody else saying um, a human is their savior. If I do, I will certainly say something. That's just... Everybody has to know to put God first. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, if only they would turn to me, I would defeat their enemies for them. And I think also that there needs to be like a mass prayer. And I think that the leaders of the country need to lead a mass prayer. Not just a mass prayer, but also fasting. And they need to show up on social media each day for the prayer. For that day during the fasting. And they need to give a scripture for the people to pray on or pray about. And what would their meals consist of for three days? I don't think that'll happen. But we'll see when Pluto enters Pisces. Excuse me, I do have this cold. So that was interesting news. That was interesting news. Refugee member... Praz was, uh, he's circulating and trending on Twitter, Twitter, excuse me, for being a three-letter informant. And apparently, he was spying on a billionaire, and I can't pronounce that man's name, he's a Chinese man, Chinese billionaire, and told the West information about this Chinese billionaire. Now, what all the Chinese billionaire do, I don't know. I didn't delve into it. But uh, Praz is now circulating (laughs) social media for being a three-letter informant. On top of that, he's facing 22 years in prison. And I said, here's another lesson that people don't seem to learn. Now, when I watch 
the situation with Gary Gensler, that um, SEC member, I saw that he wasn't prepped for that day for the line of questioning that he was getting. And they ripped him to shreds. Each member had ripped Gary Gensler to shreds, made a complete mockery of him. It wouldn't have, it would not have mattered if he said yes or he said no. He would have gotten the same result at the end of the day. But I recognize that he was used and when they were done using Mr. Gensler, they threw him under the bus. Then they created a legislative bill to fire Mr. Gensler. And on top of that, nobody else can take that seat. And anybody that gets fired moving forward, they will never be able to work for the SEC ever again. Period. But the point of it is they threw him under the bus. They used him and threw him under the bus. And I'm seeing the same thing happen with Praz. They used him. And now that they're done using him, they're throwing him under the bus. They're not for anybody. Whoever they are, they're not in favor of the collective. They're in favor of what's in their best interest. And I've really been thinking about, like, what's their end goal? What's their end game? Because at this point, it can't, it can't just be about control. It has to be something else. You can't be this sadistic and not have a bigger plan. Can't be. So that was an interesting story that was on the news. Then I saw something else. Let me pull up this article because I was floored at this. Let me see if I can find this article. Here it is. The World Economic Forum has announced it has recruited hundreds of thousands of information warriors to control the internet, (coughs) policing social media forums for misinformation and conspiracy content which will then be systematically shut down. We will purge the internet of conspiracies. And this article is from April 7th, 2023. And you know what I think about the conspiracy theorists that Sinfall had, the Christians the people that say uh, they've had supernatural experiences. And this is what I say. Once 2020 came in, all of the years that the conspiracy theorists and the Christians have been saying what they have been saying, 
I saw during 2020 that it was true. And when people came out to debunk what the conspiracy theorists were saying and what the Christians were saying, call them crazy, and saying Christians hear voices, I knew that they were just gaslighting the public and hiding, not only hiding the truth, but keeping people fighting each other. So while people are fighting each other, laws are being passed. While people are fighting each other and something's in the news about a celebrity, laws are being passed. The laws that are created is not to unify anyone. Laws are created to keep people suppressed, oppressed, and controlled. There's going to come a point in time where white supremacists will see that they are not above any other ethnicity and while they were busy sitting and stewing in their anger the laws that were passed included them as well to be systematically oppressed suppressed and controlled they were systematically kept distracted with anger do you know how upset they're going to be when they finally realize that all of this time they've been lied to? And when I say all of this time, I'm talking about decade after decade, millennial after millennial. When they're forced into 15-minute cities and their houses is taken from them and they own nothing and like it, you know how upset they're going to be? They're not excluded. Pluto in Aquarius is going to be a a very interesting 20 years. (laughs) It's going to be a very interesting 20 years because what Aquarius wants to do is to find liberation, to be independent. This is why we see states within the United States um, succeeding and saying we want to be our own country. And part of being your own country is having your own military. And what they're trying to do, not just Florida, but Tennessee and a couple of other states, they're bringing in uh, people from foreign countries to be a military for them. You have to be paying them, giving them housing and health care and food. So you think that when the country is invaded that 
the people that's invaded the country will care about your succession? <laughs> 19 more countries has applied to join BRICS. Nineteen. And they're supposed to be having, the original BRICS are supposed to be having another summit in the next few months. They're gaining all of America's enemies. Not only are they Gaining all of America's enemies. They're crashing the U.S. dollar. And they're going to stop trading food, oil, gas, petroleum, chips for the electric cars, manufacturer workers. You need chips to... to Use those robots and those uh, robotic dogs and the robotic police officers. You need those chips. Part of the reason why the West is in, in Africa and, I believe, Saudi Arabia, I could be wrong. One of these places is because they have the resources that's needed for AI, titanium or whatever it is, they need those resources. They can't move ahead when they're missing certain things to build their AI and their robots. So they need a precious metal and they need chips. Quite interesting. Uh, with um, the military at Ghana's airport, international airport, Obama going to move relocate to Ghana. Kamala visiting Ghana, Africa. I said this before and I'll say it again. I just have this feeling that they're going to try to stop melanated people <coughs> excuse me, from making their mass exodus from out of the United States. I just have this crazy feeling. And they know that it's coming. That's why that's part of the reason why their presence is so present in Africa. If you go to Google, you'll you can Google articles where Ghana have put out news articles telling black African Americans come home. We'll help you. We'll help you get a home, will help you start your business, will help you. 
There's a bunch of articles that you could find through Google where Africa was telling African-American people, come home. There's this woman that I follow. She, she says she has three homes, one in Ghana, one in Tanzania, and one in the United States. But she settled in Ghana. And so she's renting an apartment in Ghana. And she said her rent is 16 US, 1600 USD per year in Ghana. $1,600 per year in Ghana. She showed her apartment. And this is something that was interesting. She had to buy the refrigerator, the stove, the tub, the toilet, the plumbing. She got to put in the plumbing, you know, for the water. Then she had like these big barrels of water in the kitchen. And outside she had like a, a deck. It was her own personal space, her own little land. It was a decent amount of space for her and her daughter. It's just the two of them. She can grow whatever it is that she want to grow. To me, it wasn't even an apartment. That's a house. Where I come from, what she lives in is a house. So that taught me something. There's certain parts of Ghana where if you decide to move there, you're going to need the money to buy your stove, your refrigerator, your toilet, your faucets, your cabinets for the kitchen. You're going to have to buy all of that. You, you're literally getting a blank canvas. Then there's a guy who moved to Africa, Johannesburg. And Johannesburg has always been on my mind, always. And where he's at, it looks like a city. There's things to do. He's been to the barbershop. He's been to the mall. He's been to the sneaker store. He's been to the parks. Uh, he's been sightseeing. Um, He's been to different restaurants and he's renting an Airbnb. So he's in a house, beautiful house. And even though it's an Airbnb, my man's got chickens and hens and goats. He got fresh eggs and goat milk. And it's an Airbnb. He goes outside when the sun set and you can see at least where he's at, overlooking Johannesburg. Beautiful. So you have two different parts of, of Africa. One that's developed and one that's underdeveloped. And I bet you the one that's underdeveloped is safer than the city. 
I bet you it is. So, I've comprised a couple of questions to ask myself before moving because I am looking into dual citizenship. And one of the things that, one of the questions that I ask myself is, how can I contribute to the country that I'm going to live in? How can I contribute? Excuse me, what can I contribute? I can't go into somebody else's house and put my feet up on a sofa. I have to learn the customs, learn the culture, and respect people's customs and culture. What I do inside of my own home is my own personal business. But when I'm interacting with the natives of the land, I need to respect the culture. So that's something that's on my mind. I'm not sure if I'm going to go to Africa. Well, let me just say this. Because there's so much going on between the West and Africa. As melanated people begin to migrate in greater and greater numbers to whatever part of the, that continent, they can't really stop people. Now, I've learned with the Black Girl Follow train that happened on TikTok that palm-colored people are antagonists. So as melanated people are making their way out of the country, they're not going to like that. And they're going to try to antagonize melanated people into staying. So we stay... You treat us like crap, you want to fight, and when we leave, you still want to fight. You say, pick yourself up by your bootstraps, and when we built Black Tulsa, Oklahoma, y'all went and bombed it and burned it down. Every single time we try to separate ourselves and build our own little community, y'all doing something antagonistic. The way we are today, I will tell you, we are not our ancestors. We have a license to carry as well. And we have a right under the amendment to, to form a militia. We have a legal right to peacefully protest. We are not our ancestors. A lot of melanated people are just completely over it. And they're just migrating out. Even if they go to Australia, because Australia has been getting an influx of melanated people there. Wherever melanated people go, it's just going to be a mass exodus. And... (laughs) Palm-colored people are going to self-destruct. They can't do too much of anything without a black or brown person. Especially the melanated women, because melanated women build. They build. 
They build families, they build businesses, they build homes. They build communities, they build. So what I think they're going to do is once they see their antagonism does not work, they'll probably go the uh, celebrity route and get celebrities to speak nicely. Some melanated people will listen. The bulk will not. And they'll still make their mass exodus out. After that, then they'll come and try to talk melanated people into staying and saying, okay, we'll give you reparations, we'll give you an apology, we'll give you homes, uh, we're going to reenact, you know, the Homesteading Act, I think it's from 1884. It's going to be too late at that point. If you are melanated and you're listening to this podcast and you don't have your passport, even though there are 500,000 applications per week for a passport, you need to put in your application for a passport. And you need to do your due diligence and look into where is it that you want to relocate to. And I'll give you a bit of a tip. Whatever you decide, look into seeing if that country is a corporation, because if it's a corporation, you might as well just stay in America. Corporations are a business. They're in for making money. They don't care about the people. Like Putin said, they don't listen to the people. So be mindful of that. Okay. All right, so let me go into my list. Uh, Tucker Carlson was fired from his job at Fox News. And interestingly enough, he was offered a job by the Russian media and was told, you always have a home in Russia. If that's not a gaslighting tactic... I don't know what it is. To tell somebody who's not Russian, they always have a home in Russia. You know what all uh, Tucker Carlson knows when it comes to the politics of the United States. And you just want to sit back and watch and see all of what he's saying. Not only that, this lets me know that the Russian media is watching the media in the West in the United States. So you looking for him to betray his country? A lot of citizens of the United States are very happy that Tucker got fired. That's spreading around social media like wildfire. Don't matter where you go, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. It's all over the place. Snapchat, WhatsApp. It's all over the place. Everybody is happy. 
interesting to see how this all works out. Russia struck a NATO um, military base underground bunker. Let me say it again. Russia struck an underground NATO bunker that is in the Ukraine. And this bunker was 400 feet underground. 400 feet underground. And everybody that was in that underground bunker was unalived. And apparently these were some top key players for NATO that was unalived. And it is said that Russia was trying to get the Ukraine to activate their radars so that Russia can see where they are and then destroy them. If you ask me my own personal opinion, the Ukraine been lost that fight with Russia. They been lost that fight like (laughs) months ago. It's just that the U.S. keeps inserting themselves in what the Ukraine and Russia got going on. And I think the fight is over land. Now, why they want the land? It probably has some type of spiritual significance. Said it before, I say it again. Putin is, he, he's awake. He woke. <laughs> Putin is woke. Putin is woke. He said, he gathered the information, he dissected, find any uh, strength, weaknesses, opportunities and threats, put it back together again. And then dissect it again and find some more strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats and put it back all together again until there's nothing left. And he spent time thinking about whatever it is that he's thinking about. And by the time he gets done, listen, that's not one. When you're stupid, when you're stupid, it's very easy for a mastermind to run circles around you. And while you're focusing on those circles, they're already five years ahead of you. So when they take you out, you'll never even see it coming. It'll catch you off guard. And you won't even realize the effects of it until a year later. Then you see for the next few years that you were screwed for the next few years. I assure you when Putin requests some military men from Africa, as we have already seen, well, I have already seen on social media that some men from Africa was training for, you know, in the military. When those African men join the military men of Russia coming into the U.S. from the East and from the West, remembering all of the things that was done to them in their lifetimes, 
all of the things that was done on their land, all of the things that was done to their ancestors, the cruel and inhumane things that was done to their ancestors, how do you think that they're going to treat palm-colored people? Just going to let that sink in. Melanated people have been asking for peace for a very long time. Asking for civil rights for a very long time. Peacefully protesting and having it infiltrated for a very long time. Activists being unalived for a very long time. There's no more asking. That's done. Over in Hong Kong, they found a jellyfish called a brach, brach jellyfish, that was found in a pond. And apparently, this creature had 24 eyes. <laughs> 24 eyes. Yeah. That was quite interesting. Quite interesting story. Israel prepares for war with Iran. That's interesting as well. That's over. Listen, that part of Africa, that will not be right until the authentic people that's supposed to be on that land is on that land. I'm just going to scroll. What else I have here? Israel is banning Christianity. Their new law states if anyone tries to convert someone else by mail, email, online, phone, whatever it is, they will go to jail for one year. And if they are a minor, they will go to jail for two years. Now, I would like to think that it was the other it would be the other way around. But this is the art of war. We're gonna make sure that the adults understand what's going on and make sure your children understand what's going on if you don't want your children to spend two years in jail. So guess what parents are not going to do? Convert people to Christianity. This is a this this is going to later on down the line y'all going to see how all of this is going to tie into this Chrislam. And you're going to see how it's one religion fighting against another religion for ultimate dominance, for a one world religion. And I'm curious to see how that's going to work out, especially with Pluto being in Pisces, because there are more and more melanated people ascending and coming into their true selves and learning the truth about themselves without books, without other people telling them. 
without taking a course. This is causing a parallel universes to come together. This is when you have those moments of deja vu, but you can't quite put your finger on it. That's because the timelines are uh, coming together. It's a paradigm shift. And people are ascending, some to 4D, some people ascending to 5D. The ultimate goal for now is for that 5D. And there are people that want to stop that from happening. And that's why you have an issue with medicine, food, water, and air. Because if the mRNA in your DNA is altered, then you can't connect with your Christ consciousness. And everybody has the Christ consciousness. Don't care if you're black or white. So this is going to be quite interesting how that all plays out. Next up in the latest news, White House economist Bern, White House economist Bernstein says in a report there's some evidence of China wanting to weaken the US dollar as if the world didn't already see that. Continents and countries had already saw that. The citizens of the United States have already seen that. A mile away. We knew it was on the horizon when there was a real estate collapse with the biggest real estate firm in China. Was it China or was it Hong Kong? I forget which one. But we know we knew it was on our horizon once that happened. Africa had created a a currency called the Inara. The Inara. And they'll be using it to become less dependent on the West. Saudi Arabia decided to do business, excuse me, with China and use the yuan to do business with the oil and the gas, completely getting rid of the United States. The only thing that was back in the currency of the West was that oil and that gas from Saudi Arabia. It no longer has its power. This is like a war. This is a war. So now what's going to happen is we're going to see that the value of the U.S. dollar decreasing and food prices skyrocketing. This is why I kept telling everybody with, on this podcast to begin to stockpile on food, especially your non-perishables. Now your time is winding down. We got a couple of more days left for April. Then we have May. And the if I remember right, and I was supposed to be checking this, uh, 
the announcement is going to be made either in June or July. Once the president makes that announcement, there's going to be a mad dash everywhere. The supermarket, the Costco, BJ, Target, all of these places. Target and Walmart has been closing down all of its stores all throughout the United States, left and right. So if they don't have any food, where you going to get your food from? Well, if they're closing down, and that's one of the places you can go for your food, where are you going to get it from? Lyft is laying off more people. So how are you going to use your... Um, Your at-home food delivery service. Because that's what it's going to boil down to. At-home food delivery service. Excuse me, y'all. I just... Disney is letting go of more people. Um... Bed Bath & Beyond is closing down more stores. What's coming is going to be rough, and I've been preparing people since last year for what is coming. I just didn't know it was going to be this bad. But it's going to be bad for a little while. And if you're listening to this and you say, I don't have no extra money, I can't, I'm already poor. Listen, because I told you about the correspondent on social media when she said that she was living day by day. If you don't already have a credit card, go ahead and apply for one. They're giving them out like left and right. Who cares if you owe $1,000? They they just uh, requested, here in the West, they just requested to raise the debt ceiling a couple of more trillion dollars. They're never going to pay back that debt. Don't worry about your $1,000 or your $1,500. Don't worry about it. I need them to lead by example. (laughs) I need them to lead by example. So Africa came out with their cryptocurrency. Um, Zimbabwe also. What did what did I read in that article in Zimbabwe? Let me see if I got it in my notes, y'all. I didn't write it in my notes, but Zimbabwe. is also trying to become independent with its own currency and reliant less on the West. There are so many continents and countries breaking away from the U.S. And the theory that I have in my mind is it's like a bully. Everybody was, I'm not going to say everybody, but most people was bullied in high school, right? And a lot of the times, 
the one that was on the receiving end did not fight back. And so the bullying happened for a very long time. Some people went through their entire high school, uh, four years of high school being bullied. And then one day, the bully got sick and tired of being sick and tired and fought back and beat up the bully. You get tired of being suppressed, oppressed, controlled, and bullied. You back the cat up into a corner. After a while, the cat going to come out hissing, spitting, and swinging. Same thing with narcissistic people. They have control for a little while. But once a person gains their inner strength, they come out swinging. The narcissist is done with. That's it. And a narc will think, oh, I never thought that I would not have control. That never even crossed my mind. This is the identity crisis that the West is having. Oh, I don't think that I'll ever lose or I don't think that I'll ever like not be in control. Impossible. I've always been in control. I've always sanctioned other countries. The sanctions is not working anymore. Once they seen the sanctions wasn't working, they should have got a new attitude. But Putin said it in his speech. They don't know what they're doing. I remember what it is. Zimbabwe created a new digital currency that's backed by gold. That's what they did. (laughs) But anyhow, um, people get tired after a while. Um, Countries get tired. Leaders get tired of being bullied after a while. And there's going to be some people that are going to be laughing at what's getting ready to come. There are some people who just watch in horror and their hearts will break. And there's other people who will be crying out for the West. It's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. So if you can leave, honey, I hope you got my ebook for that cryptocurrency. Because if you can't afford to go, that's going to be your way out. That right there is going to be your way out. And since then, Um, God has showed me one, two, three, three more cryptocurrencies to invest in that he's going to use to create millionaires and multimillionaires and billionaires, generational wealth, three more. Hmm? No, four. I just thought of another one. They just showed me a symbol of the fourth one. I hope you got that ebook though. I hope you did. Next up, uh, speaking back of Africa, African-American investors are now supporting Africa. 
businesses owned by African-Americans have grown 400%. Ghana says African-Americans, again, come home. We will help you build a life here. Mm-hmm. Yep. Russian TV now shows ads for Russian women to marry Chinese men, promising a better quality of life. Now, when I saw that ad, y'all, it was like (laughs) a dating website. (laughs) Just go on YouTube and see it for yourself. (laughs) Fox News settled for $787 million and has admitted to telling lies. You know what's interesting? As they were sued or and settled for $787 million, Tucker Carlson was fired from Fox News after that. And then after the news came out about Tucker Carlson, Fox News admitted to losing $980 million. That's a lot of money. And all of this is happening while Mercury is in retrograde and there's a complete Taurus stellium happening in the transiting chart. Taurus being ruled by Venus, Venus being money. We're seeing this whole reset concerning money and it seems to be progressing kind of slow over time. But it doesn't matter how much they try to put a band-aid on what's happening. The inevitable will still take place. God's prophecy will always be fulfilled. Excuse me. Uh, The three-letter group investigated a McDonald's. I guess they got tipped tipped off, right, about, you know, the owner of McDonald's putting human meat inside of their burgers. The three-letter group has said that the owner was purchasing human bodies illegally and using them in the McDonald's burgers illegally, feeding humans humans. He wasn't just being cruel. That wasn't that wasn't it. He was approached by somebody, a group, perhaps. And they said, do this and we'll give you this. And what somebody or a group was doing was their little satanic rituals. That's what they was doing. When you do certain things against your body. It closes up your Christ consciousness. Who are the group of people that are buying McDonald's? It typically starts with homeless people because it's something that they can afford. There was a big thing in 2020 about homeless people going missing. We're the homeless people. 
Energy is being harnessed. It has always been harnessed. And when energy is harnessed, it's used for witchcraft. Who's doing witchcraft on that type of a level? There's one thing that God confirmed with me. Is that no one can do anything against our free will. Not a demon. Not a witchcraft. Not a a fairy. Nobody. Nobody and nothing. But when you are tricked into coming into agreement with it, you're deceived. We're coming into agreement with it. You're still in agreement with it. And this made me think to buy that book on the four agreements that's on Amazon. Excuse me. You really got to pay attention to what you're coming into agreement with. You got to watch your own spirit and what you're coming into agreement with. So they're like stealing people's energy and harnessing that energy for their witchcraft. You're stealing it. I'm quite sure we won't hear anything further about this. Now, for my last story, I'm going to be talking about something that I've been watching for a little while. And I'm I'm still not completely concluded on this, but it's about neo-feudalism. And you can research neo-feudalism anywhere on the internet. But I've been watching what's been going on over the last few months, really trying to understand the law because people are not following the law. They say one thing and then they do something else. And then on top of that, they, you know, create laws to entrap everyone. That's ensnarement. And then you do... You change the rules at the last minute to suit you. So you can't, how can you trust somebody that changed the rules to their convenience at the last minute? How do you trust somebody like that? You can't put your faith in anybody like that. And faith belongs to God anyway. So I've been watching, and I've been noticing that with these old laws coming back up, like Roe versus Wade and all these different things, like what is your end goal? What is your end goal? And it seemed to me that there is an attempt to move towards neo-feudalism. Neo-feudalism is the rise of uh, the rise of neo feudalism is the private capture of entire legal systems by corporate America. So essentially, systems of oppression 
by hierarchies. So years ago, we had kings and queens. Those was the hierarchies, right? Today, we have the president. Years ago, they had something called landlords. Today, it's called state legislatures. And then there was the population, the people. Neo-feudalism is the privatization of public resources. Public resources seem to be transitioning to being provided by corporations or special interest groups. So while we're looking at Tucker Carlson and the Ghanaian International Airport and prize from the refugees being an informant for the three-letter group and human meat being used at McDonald's, racial wars, gender wars, ageism, discrimination, protesting, while we're looking over there, neo-feudalism is being pushed forward. They do this by introducing bills to Congress. When the bill passes in Congress, that's when it becomes law. Laws are used to do what? Suppress, oppress, and control. To take away a human's right, excuse me, to pursue, I think it's life, liberty, and happiness. It takes away all of the amendment rights that citizens are supposed to have. It takes away freedom. It takes away equality. It takes away the right of education and being self-sufficient, self-sufficiency. This is why the Homesteading Act, I believe it was in 1884, was enacted. There were actually Caucasian people who were fighting for freedom because they knew it didn't just impact black and brown people, the native indigenous Indians, the African Americans, the Dominicans, the West Indians. They knew that it wasn't just going to impact them. They knew that it was going to impact their own grandchildren and generations going forward for their own bloodline. They were trying to stop, these white men were trying to stop neo-feudalism. And they knew they had to do it by using laws. And there was a lot of laws that was hidden from everyone, not just black and brown people. Laws was hidden and history was hidden and wars 
that changed the trajectory of the future was hidden. The effect and the impact of those wars were hidden. If you research a lot of the wars that the Bible was talking about, going back from B.C. and B.C.E. era, you see that those wars not only wiped out tribes, it also wiped out people from the land and it wiped out religion. This is how we get to this place today where people that are in Egypt are not the original people that are supposed to be in Egypt. The people that are claiming to be Jews are not the original people that are supposed to be practicing Judaism. Christianity was man-made and given to the world to keep people distracted from what they uh, their true uh, ancestral spiritual practices were. The Ethiopians, from my research so far, is the original Jews. Ethiopia. If you want to see what Yeshua looked like, the 12 apostles look like, look into Ethiopian um, documentations and pictures. You'll see that those people was melanated. We have Madonna. If you Google a picture of Madonna holding a baby that's supposed to be baby Jesus, That's not the original Madonna. The original Madonna is a black woman holding a black Yeshua. The original Ethiopians had dark melanated skin. As you go through history and the different wars that's written about in in, uh, scriptural texts, you'll see that people fled and became expats in different countries all over the world. That's why the Bible says my people were spread uh, out throughout the world, north, south, east, and west. And then they intermingled with the people that was in the land, and that's where you have biracial children coming from. It's an interesting historical fact. (laughs) And while all of this was going on from the BCE era, we come down to, I believe, 1984, somewhere in like the early 1980s. It was that recent that there was a hierarchical family who had a, a law enacted concerning Judaism. Again, hiding who are the original Jews. The original Jews 
are melanated people. The West Indies, Jews, Native Americans, the indigenous Native Americans, even though they have their tribal clothes, Jews. They're supposed to be practicing Judaism. The tribe of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin are the are said to be the only ones left of the twelve tribes. When the tribe of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin gather themselves and get back to their uh, spiritual practices of their ancestors, we're going to see a huge shift on this earth. I look forward to Pluto in Pisces. I look forward to it. I can't wait to see it. I'm going to be a little old lady. (laughs) By then, you know. But I'm going to look at it. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to look at it. Native Americans, indigenous people, Native American indigenous, the Chekawa, If please forgive me if I'm saying that wrong, Chekawa, Cherokee, Indian, these, these right here, that's the tribe of Benjamin right there. That's the tribe of Benjamin. I'm going to do a a separate podcast on that. And I'm also going to blog about it. I'm going to blog about Benjamin and Judah. And podcasts as well. Excuse me. So anyhow, because I went off on into a tangent. Neo-feudalism. One of the, there's a couple of things that I've been looking at when it comes to the privatization of public resources. Now, some months ago, I remember telling y'all, whatever books and whatever Bibles y'all want, y'all need to get it now because the prices of them are going to increase. And then after a while, they're going to be banned and you won't have those books. So now with neo-feudalism being done behind the scene while everyone else is looking to the right at what's going on in the news, the um, uh, privatization of public resources are being introduced into legislature as, um, as bills, right? The Department of Education. They want to do away with that whole thing. Public libraries, they want to get rid of all libraries across um, the United States. And the third thing I've noticed is that they want there to be more of a concentration of power and wealth to a select few individuals. And so, excuse me, and so one of the things that they're doing is buying, it's large corporations buying up, 
real estate to force the population into leasing and not home ownership. Why? Because one of the ways that black and brown people learn to create generational wealth and freedom for themselves is through home ownership. Keep that in mind. The next thing that I've noticed is that they want there to be, um, they want to eliminate democratic institutions and values. Because democratic, this country is supposed to be um, liberal Democrats. But it seems as if Republicans want to have this ideology about what the country should look like. Well, at least make the public think this is what the country should look like. While behind the scenes, they're entrapping everybody. Black, brown, Puerto Rican, and Haitian. And and white people too. When I moved into my neighborhood, there was a, a couple of elderly Caucasian people. And the neighborhood that I'm in is very diverse. Has all ethnicities, in, but that's New York, right? When I seen these very elderly Caucasian people, I said, that's strange because this is telling me, first of all, that they lived in a neighborhood a very long time. They had to have been around from when rent was $60 a month. And when they saw the neighborhood turning and changing, they stayed. Why? Because they couldn't afford to leave. When neighborhoods turn and change, there's something going on with the economy. People are coming into more money that has never had money. And the people who was poor gets poorer. One of the things that this woman had taught me to look at is car sales. And she said that she learned to look at the sales of cars because it tells her what's going to happen to the economy a year or two before Anything happens with the economy. So I started paying attention to the sales of cars. And I started paying attention to home ownership, the sales of homes. Now, there's a lot of states within the United States, and I'm sure Canada can agree to this too. um, You know, plenty of places where they could say rents is unaffordable. It's rent. So Biden recently did something where he wants to encourage more people to buy a house. Who in their right mind who's renting, can't afford to pay the rent, would actually get into buying a house that they know they're not going to be able to afford to pay and that interest rates are set to go up in May again. 
Companies are closing down left and right. Uh, uh, unemployment rates have increased. The working class is being shifted into a whole other area. Once the economy collapses and all of the jobs that were available will no longer be available after the dust settles from the economic collapse. And the economic collapse is not only going to happen in the United States, it's going to spread around the world. Other countries are going to be really upset at that because they're going to be impacted by the financial irresponsibility of the West. But it seems like BRICS has been accumulating money, creating a digital currency, and stocking up on precious metals. And let me tell y'all something else. When it comes to food, because we are going to see an increase in the prices of food. And if you're like me and don't have a million dollars in your bank account, this is going to be interesting. What you ought to get is a big-ass bag of rice. Because you got to think about it. Who imports rice into the United States? If all of the other countries are separating themselves from the United States, for various reasons, and a food shortage is going to happen, and it ain't even that it's a shortage of food. People just are not, other countries are just won't be um, bartering with the U.S. any longer. They're going to need their food for their people. And the food that will be available from the farms that are available in the United States is tampered with. Things are being put in it, um, you know, to change the mRNA of DNA. So if all of this is happening, where do you think you're going to get rice from? You can make all kinds of meals with rice. Ask the Chinese people. Hell, ask a melanated person, Jamaican, Haitian, Southern, ask anybody. (laughs) You can make all kinds of things. So if you have no rice, get you a big bag of rice. Get you a bag or two of a big bag of rice. And let me tell you something, you got to keep that rice in a cool place. Whether you stick it in your freezer or you stick it in a refrigerator. During the summer, spring and summer, that rice needs to be cool. Because it'll turn into something that'll freak you out. We in for an interesting time. I'm trying to grow some stuff. Like I, <laughs> I'm trying my hand. Um, Family Dollar had this little um, 
grow kit, right, for tomatoes and strawberries. And one of them, nothing came out of it at all. And then the other one, um, the, the seeds had sprouted, but then they died. But I learned from that that I have to put light on it and keep the light on it for a while. So now I've got some spinach trying to grow. And I'm trying my hand. I've got the spinach as a seed. And I'm keeping a light on it. And that thing sprouted like nobody's business in like 10 days. So I'm curious to see how that'll, you know, the spinach will turn out by the middle of May. I'm trying to grow my own lettuce. And I want to, um, of course, grow my own spinach. I'm going to be, and I live in an apartment. I'm going to be trying to grow some tomatoes. And I'm going to try to grow potatoes and carrots. If you got rice, you know. Listen. You could do something with them rice and them carrots, okay? And that spinach. Okay. It may not be what you want, but you won't starve. But if you've been stocking up, like I've been saying, stock up, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. May is your mad dash for groceries. Your sanitary napkins, your toilet tissue, your laundry supply, your dishwashing liquids, your cleaning supply. And in June, I don't remember if the if I wrote that announcement is going to be made in June, but take that as like your last kind of pickup kind of thing. Because we're going to see the prices be... <laughs> So back to neo-feudalism. Neo-feudalism is pushing for the elimination of democratic institution and values. Neo-feudalism focuses on public law, public property, due process, and citizens' rights to change into unaccountable control by private businesses. You know, all of those uh, derailments that was happening back to back in different states. Do you know there's a law that when the ground is contaminated, uh, whomever can seize that property, that land, and they're going to clean it up a, a little bit. Rebuild on it and make it 15 minute cities. And in some places, they'll turn it into houses for people to lease and not buy. You're going to have to decide you're going to stay and fight, or you're going to go. There is a man. Home. Let me see if I can find this website. Let me give you this website.
is called Friends of the Original Constitution.org. Friends of the Original Constitution.org. So there's a 17 minute video on it. And I'm going to read briefly what he has on this website. God gave us our liberty. Thieves have stolen it. They are a corporation masquerading as our government, enabled by their counterfeit monetary system. The time is now for us to take back our money, our health, our liberty, and our freedom, and to restore our constitution and our constitutional government. So when you watch the 17-minute video, this Caucasian man is saying that he is bringing a $500 trillion lawsuit against the federal government and over 140 monopolists via our constitutional convention and court. Now, you can join this by signing up for it and it has instructions on, you know, how to sign up and so forth and so on. He tells you his name. He has books on his website. And then he tells you to share it because he's looking to get as many people as he can from all 50 states within the United States for a massive lawsuit. So holla at that Caucasian man. If that's what you want to do. Okay. Okay. So. With all of that latest news. <laughs> which was a lot. It's a learning lesson. It wasn't just the news. It's been a learning lesson. Because we learned something new. Right? We learned about neo-feudalism. That was the most important thing. While all of these other things are going on. What's going on in the background is two different things. Neo-feudalism and energy harvesting for witchcraft. That's what we learned. That's what we learned. So I thank you for spending a little bit of time with me. I am going to go and try to do something about this cold. Get myself together. And I don't know what else. There's a show that I want to watch. And I'm going to see if I have enough um, attention span to to pay attention to the show that I would like to watch. Don't forget to press the follow button so that every time I do a podcast, you can and will be notified. Again, thank you for spending some time with me. And Shalom. Shalom.